The Lux Ops Here podcast is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Yes, use promo code LSH for a 50% bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. mybookie.ag, promo code LSH. Hello, I am Scott Bowser, and this is the Lux Stops Here podcast. Uh, make sure, if you haven't subscribed already, hit that subscribe and uh, give us a five-star review and leave a little comment. That's always a lot of fun. I have a fun guest on the show today, and I'm doing this new, where instead of me cutting in awkwardly into a previous conversation, I got it right here with me, everybody, Brandy Posey. Hey, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me, Scott. Oh, awesome. no, thanks for coming <laughs> on. Yeah, this is a lot of fun, um, because... You are like you're one of the only people I know because last year it got canceled, and this year I believe mm-hmm. it's canceled too. But for punk rock bowling, you're my expert on this <laughs> extravaganza. So can you explain oh, yeah. to my listeners what punk rock bowling here in <laughs> Las Vegas is? So punk rock bowling takes place in old old Vegas, downtown old Vegas. Uh, it there's a, a bowling alley there. I don't know exactly where it is because the location is like kind of a secret to most participants of punk rock bowling. But it started out maybe like 20, 30 years ago as like all the A&R people from all the different um, like punk record labels that would come to Vegas for one weekend and they drink a bunch and they would, play, they would bowl. And then it's like that that was just like a very like insular, just that community thing for a long time. And then like maybe 10 to 15 years ago, they started like having bands and stages. And it's turned into this like huge weekend where like punks from all over the world come out to come see like the biggest bands from like fat records and um epitaph and all and hellcat and all those kind of yeah. places and it, it's at this point it's also very funny too because all those fans are like older and have kids so like <laughs> what used to be a liberty what used to be like a whole head full of spikes has turned into just like a round of spikes around <laughs> with like a ball <laughs> in the middle and like lots of like kids wearing like the like uh air traffic controller ear earplugs and stuff it's very crown crown of spikes would be an amazing name for like a a show about an aging punker that's like (laughs) (laughs) it's like a game of thrones drama about a bunch of old punkers trying to knock each other off to be king of the scene now uh, this this is a show i like it a, 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 ska, a ska kid reigns supreme in the end yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, i see no we like uh, i don't know how many industry people listen to this but that's a pitch right there I, yeah I, I, I will i will i will work the shit out of that show no uh, yeah. i last punk rock bowling i went to i didn't go to any of the shows but i just went to downtown to hang out and i randomly mm-hmm. ran into uh well friend of the show bobcat goldthwaite and it yeah. was just cool. Just like it's crazy the people you'll see just walking around, like the plaza and a lot of the hotels, especially the plaza. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's a good hangout for a lot of people. Yeah, and it's cool because it's just like a bunch of punks like take like thousands of punks come out, so that whole area is just kind of overtaken by like these like weird eighties punks. So it's like them next to like old Vegas regular tourists. So the, the best thing was lot or two years ago, the last time I went. Um, there was punk rock bowling, but then the first night of it, you know, how they, they do those like free concerts on Fremont Street. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good Charlotte was the band at the first night, so it was all these. Yeah, things. I was there for that. Yeah, we were all just like, "Whoa, this is hilarious!" It's just all these like Pennywise punks just like watching Good Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> those those concerts are hilarious. Uh, I do love yeah. me some downtown because, like, yeah, they will just. It would be. It's kind of a funny gig. I'm sure it pays all right mm-hmm. to be one of those bands, but they're like, I'm sure it does. Yeah, it's like, hey, people may or may not stop to watch you as they're walking and throwing up down the street. Like, yeah, exactly. Hey, as, as long as the check clears, who gives a shit at a certain point, especially yeah. at like 
that part in control its career where there i just remember their their stage presence they were so tired and benji the lead singer was just like yeah i wrote this song and like 1999 did anybody here listen to us then oh yeah so you're still with us cool man cool anyway <laughs> lifestyles <laughs> of the rich and the famous and you're, but, with like, but that song with no energy behind it is actually like a warning sign ultimately <laughs> yeah no yeah <laughs> it's it's, it's funny. no it's kind of funny how vegas is the place where a lot of entertainment comes to die yeah totally it's like absolutely you have like <laughs> Like, I, it doesn't matter if you're a big Broadway star, big Hollywood star, mm-hmm. big radio artist, whatever it was, at one point, you come to die on the strip, you know? And it pays oh, really sure. good on your way out, and even yeah. Judy Garland, you know, went out that way. Like, I mean... It, totally. I mean, it's 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 the schmaltz of it all, like, really adds to it. I mean, one of the best shows I've ever been to, maybe, like, 10 or 11 years ago I, I went to go see tom jones in vegas and it was like i i it was awesome he was the like he's he like is the kind of vegas that like, oh, i love yeah. to see because he was in like a little like a sparkly tuxedo with like a shirt and button to here and a big old cummerbund and he had like um like a, a choir and like a quartet next to him on the other side and like <laughs> he had like three friends that were like um like Italian operetta guys like in the audience and he was like shouting them out and speaking Italian to them. And I was like, where the fuck am I? This is crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. And uh, like, I want to get him and Wayne Newton on the show. I think that'd be awesome to have him on here. That would rule. But they both had so much plastic surgery lately that I don't know if I could I sit, sit across from him and look at him without being like, Ehh. those faces are so hard to look at at a yeah. certain point. You're like, I can't, it just the uncanny valley of it in person is really hard. Okay, and Drosky, our fr- good friend of the show, mm-hmm. and our friend Josh and Drosky had a Twitter post the other day about the Matt Get situation. Yeah, and, and uh, like uh, someone commented, and this is like haunted me since. They're okay. like he his face Matt Gates' face reminds him of Bruce Campbell in Escape from L.A. as that weird plastic surgery doctor. That's oh. Gonna- he totally does <laughs> oh man no that that's it's i saw was it josh that had the the tweet that said that he looked like if andrew cuomo put on the mask yeah that, yeah that was, that was josh. josh's job and then so, someone right? yeah, yeah and then someone commented with actually he looks like bruce campbell from escape from la and had oh, the picture so and i was like oh it's so true because that character is so creepy if you've ever seen escape from la uh they should uh, like God, I just looked it up again. He looks totally just like him. Oh, yeah. God. Because like, it's like that big forehead with the jawline and the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really... It's horrifying. Or if you look up Judd Apatow on the Ben Stiller show doing a Jay Leno impression. Yeah, with the chin. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that also adds up. That might have been the inspiration for the Bruce Campbell character in Escape from L.A. <laughs> Me, I had Eli Braden on a little while ago, and he and I were saying they need to continue the Snake Plissken franchise now, that, especially now that Kurt Russell's over. And yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so we first do Escape from DC. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. And then, yeah. uh, and then of course, where do what does all entertainment go to die? Escape from Las Vegas. An escape from Las Vegas would be really fun because it could like call back to like weird Mars attacks moments and stuff like that. It have with the schmaltziness of it trying to get out of there would be Yeah. And also with cool. the uh, um remember uh the the people forget the major terror attack here in the early nineties from uh the, 
the giant toddler that got blown up really big and went walking oh, around. I, how the I shrunk the kids? Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> no, that was a documentary. That really happened. <laughs> no, I, I remember the first time I went to Old Vegas, I was like, they rebuilt it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, poor Vegas has been through a lot between like the giant toddler, between the plane and Con Air crashing into it. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, yeah. That was Fremont's not supposed to be a runway. Come on. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, plus, like, you know, all the casinos that have been robbed by George Clooney. I mean, I can't believe yeah. you still let this guy make movies. It's bullshit. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't hey, you stolen enough? From how do they not recognize retire? him? I know they all recognize him, but how do they not recognize him? <laughs> He's a prankster. They just let him go for it. I, is it a prank if you steal a billion dollars from a casino? Could I, could I get away with that if I just called it a prank? <laughs> I mean, I think you just need to hire, like, Jeff Tremaine to... to... <laughs> to direct it <laughs> then it's okay because like that was, that'd be funny yeah. if they go to stop you and then, then someone comes out goes no, no 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 we're doing a shoot there's a camera there's here a there's a camera here there's a camera here. and you just keep walking out with the money <laughs> exactly it's like ashton kutcher is like put out by like a gun behind his back just like no it was you got punked I, he has my family just say go with it we'll go with it let them have it <laughs> yeah no i think there's a lot of potential there in the prank industry just for uh high stakes robberies uh i had a buddy out here that told me he saw it was sitting on it with a date in like Mm -hmm. one of those like concourse like shopping mall areas it's like the kind of the beginning of the casino and Mm -hmm. uh it's like over on the strip and uh someone fucking like these dudes came in and did a snatch and grab robbery on the jewelry store there just like shattered the window busted the busted it down yeah like it was it was pretty Jesus. pretty wild, and like I guess they got yeah. away. I don't know. They were like wearing masks and the whole thing. Like they were an obvious professional organized crew, and like there's yeah, been a couple the- bank robberies out here since I moved here. It's like almost like heat a couple of times. It's pretty pretty cool. I mean, I guess they think that like the banks are easier to rob in Vegas than a casino, because which is probably true. So maybe it's like that is the thing to go after. Well, I will say this, like. You get out in like the like depending on the casino, I guess. <laughs> well, the, if you get out in the neighborhoods, I mean, some of these neighborhoods, mm-hmm. if you have like a car parked conveniently, like a couple cars parked conveniently around, you could ditch the getaway car right away, get into the next car where you leave the costumes, and then you go to the third car, where yeah. and then you know, and if you're torching these cars and blowing them up across town, you're leaving a weird little trail of destruction that they got to kind of follow around. I did that once totally. with, I got, I got a, my trail of destruction was I had a fire hydrant wrench and just went mm-hmm. around opening up different fire hydrants all over town all night and they kept having to go turn them off. Oh, just letting kids play in them and stuff. That's no, great. it was like, it was like really like late at night <laughs> on Halloween. So it was kind of cold and people didn't, people were I really not into it. it. Now there's a drought. I would never do a prank like that. And there's got the statue of limitations. I, it's got to be up on whatever crime that was. So, yeah. Oh, I, I've been meaning to actually talk to you about this because you live in Vegas. On New Year's Eve this year, I watched some local Vegas New Year's Eve thing that KTLA was showing. Um, I don't, I don't know what you did up, but the, the host was a guy named Zoe Bowie. Who, <laughs> okay. He's a he's a Las Vegas dude who is just like a, a piece of cocaine as a human but um it was like the most beautiful shit show that i've ever seen live because it was like all these like vegas performers doing covers but they had no audience because of covid so they'd be like let's do the time warp again and it would end and you just hear it echoing off of the buildings with no round of applause coming back at them 
And it was like, I've, I've, la- it was a deep, dark place I laughed from, but I could not stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually watching the bull riding championships on New Year's Eve. Nice. I guess that's I a can... big thing on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Like the... I could see that. They, they came back from one of the commercial breaks and they clearly turned on the audio too quick because you could audibly hear one of the, somebody in the booth doing a, a rail of cocaine. Cause you heard this like, <laughs> you hurt, you hurt. And I was like, wait, can we rewind that? Am I wrong that that was, it was be- beautiful. And then they like interviewed some girl on top of a, a, a rooftop party that was COVID safe, even though they, she like came in and like hugged the reporter and um, they were like, so what are you looking forward to in 2021? And the girl was like, I just want to fucking travel more. And they cut away from her immediately because it was like, <laughs> you can't drop an F-bomb on KTLA. <laughs> it was honestly mag- magnificent. Honestly, uh, I got to say, like, uh, one thing I do love about out here is the local mm-hmm. news channels. And this is actually going to be a good segue into yeah. um, I had some local news stories, but like. They're, yeah. The local news people are fucking great because they're not like aspiring L.A., yeah. New York, Mm-mm. like media personality types. Like these are people that are like very comfortable and where they're at and they're not getting challenged by some upstart. This is like, you know, and so like there's okay. one guy like there's one guy in the local Fox affiliate where on halftime during Thursday night football, he'll openly complain about teams not covering his bets for him like he's just a degenerate gambler yeah because like if you're if you're if you're gonna be like a tv anchor in las vegas that's a specific kind of person they're all divorced number one at least once yeah oh yeah absolutely um but yeah it's like you don't you're not looking towards a national desk. You don't actually want to cover any real news. You just want to like <laughs> yeah. do cocaine and like be famous enough that a bookie might not break your legs if you don't pay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or yeah. no, but most likely they're, they got, they're, Oh, like all the local loan sharks all over town. And they're just trying to like <laughs> keep enough visibility to not get, you cannot get their bed busted open. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, yeah. Like it's funny. Like sometimes I'll like, cause I'll be watching a, like a local sporting game on a local channel. And then, then it just cuts to local news stuff after and I won't and then they'll just be like you know and like like because some of the local like public interest stories are really funny of like the old lady who's had the same cactus in her front yard since 1962 finally dies and it's just rest in power yeah it's just like it's and then all of a sudden it'll be like oh and by the way you know uh there was six shootings on the strip last weekend so be careful everybody and then it's like yeah. you kind of gloss over the shootings. Normally, you lead with that kind of stuff. Yeah, back back it up, back it up to that part though. That part we have questions. <laughs> yeah. So Hold s- on a second. What? <laughs> so speaking of local shootings, yes. Ooh. This just what happened. Like I, I just this story just came up on Fox a couple hours ago. Okay. So, but I had to include it because the headline: Fox News. Say what you want about these ghoulish demon people. But they they can make some funny headlines, you know. Like oh, for sure. Yeah. And Las Vegas woman killed husband while he tried was on well excuse me. Las Vegas woman killed husband while he was on live chat call, tried to make it look like accident, police say. <laughs> like apparently What's... Yeah. Yes. Give me more details. Authorities <laughs> like questions. I'll read this article here, uh okay. kind of skim over a lot of stuff. Authorities in Vegas said a woman killed her husband while he was on a live chat call and attempted to make it look like an accident. Emily Ikuda, thirty seven Faces a murder charge in the March 22nd death of 36-year-old Jorel 
uh, NG Ninja. I don't know how to NG like yeah. a Chinese name. I think Ngayo or something. Yeah, in Ngayo. Yeah. yeah. The, the police were alerted to death by an acquaintance of the man's father, who said said they were on a live chat call with him when he was killed. They informed detectives they heard his dog barking in the background of the call prior to hearing a slapping noise they believe was a gunshot. Now, that's where I really have my first question is a slapping noise that sounded like a gunshot. It's A gunshot's more of a popping noise. Yeah, a gunshot is like more of a firework pop than a – it's not a slap. Like a slap is like a clap. Like that's yeah. not – Yeah. It's not a gunshot. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean the guy – they say the slapping noise turned out to be correct. I mean, they, the guy was shot. What kind of gun are we talking about? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't think they say what kind of gun, actually. I would but, imagine it'd have to be something. If it's like th- that small, it'd have to be something kind of. I'm guessing probably end. like a 22 caliber handgun, something like that. Yeah. Something uh, mm-hmm. something lethal, but yeah. So, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have, Even a, like a BB gun doesn't sound like a slap. Maybe it had a maybe it had a silencer and it hit something on the wall that's made it sound like a slap i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah okay akuda allegedly told yeah. investigators that her husband accidentally shot himself while cleaning a gun she found him mm. on the floor and put the weapon in a closet she allegedly said authorities found gun cleaning materials near a computer desk but the items didn't appear to have been u- in use below the body there was no large there was no large pooling of blood that was expected had he been found there face down as she had said she had found him. A neighbor told authorities they heard the couple arguing prior to the shooting. In addition, investigators found holes in, his sto- in her story, such as the bullet that killed him traveled in a downward trajectory that didn't match with the angle the round would have traveled had the gun actually gone off while being clean, according to the Review Journal. Yeah. She's being held in a local detention center and going to court April 8th. So I will keep everybody in I just don't know how if you're gonna kill somebody you don't want you don't like binge forensic files to just get the basics down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they that the true crime shows tell you the basic things the cops will look for first. Yeah. And cops cops are, you know, kind of lazy. So if you just do most of the stuff, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a very good point. I just got a life insurance policy, too, so I'm really looking over my shoulder every second now. Yeah, watch out there, Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no. Uh, like, that's always the beginning of the end. When it's, you get life yeah, insurance oh, no, policy. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Now I'm going <laughs> to. Oh, God. The one the one bet that I get to cash in that I never, that one gamble I don't mm-hmm. actually get to cash in on. Okay, but I also had another local news story, believe it or not. Okay, okay. And this is kind of cool because I think I've mentioned this on the show before. I, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I have. But, so a few months ago, there was a mountain lion walking around. But I saw like a couple people. Uh, Vegas. Yeah. Damn. No, we get them here. And uh, hmm. so uh, a comic that I, that I from here that I follow saw like his girlfriend's parents live not too far from where I live. And mm-hmm. they're like dry, they're like porch camera caught this thing like basically jumping into their backyard. Which is mm-hmm. kind of terrifying, like, and it was just seen the other day too over at Red Rock Country Club, which is maybe like five to ten minutes from my path. So it's it's oh. not too far. It's like in the it's my neighborhood. Be now they finally caught it and uh, they uh, released it back into the wild today. So it's safe now, mm-hmm. back in the wild. Who who nice. knows if it's going to come back down to the neighborhood? But here's what That's was good. funny is so 
Now we'll get that's that's just the setup. Here's the mm-hmm. f- the funny part is because like the first time, they were describing it as a cougar was jumped into this. They caught this cougar on camera jumping in the backyard. So I was like, oh shit! Better Google Vegas cougar, and I got search results that I was I, I wasn't looking for that time. You know, like <laughs> yeah, I, I I got the AshleyMadison.com Hall of Fame kind of thing there. Well, it's funny because you type in Vegas Cougar and the next word is bars. And I'm just like, yeah, oh, no, boy. whoa. There's a lot of real, <laughs> real fancy, fancy ladies. I guess it is. I guess it is a good place to take the old man's money and run to and start a new life. I mean, yeah. It, no, I mean, exactly. Um, okay. So then today I was driving home from work and mm-hmm. uh, I saw, I left work early. I got my second vaccine dose yesterday. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. But I got to say, I got up and went to work and I was, there was a really slow day for us there, but I just was not feeling good. Like, and yeah. like you know, go home, rest. And I immediately went to sleep and slept it off. I went to bed like at 730 last night, but like today my arms felt like I, like my shoulders felt like I was in like a low level car accident, but mm, yeah, you know, first- I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, the first one fucked me up a little bit more. It, yeah, I, I, that arm gets so sore. Yeah. And then I, I just had, like, really bad night sweats the first night on both of them. But then I like, had bad night sweats this morning, yeah. actually, where, yeah. like, it was 80 degrees in the house, in the condo here. And yeah. I, uh, yeah, and I, I still was, like, having, like, chills and, like, had to have a blanket and stuff. So normally yeah, yeah. 80 degrees in here, I'm sweating. I'm turning the AC down to, like, 74 or whatever. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Okay. So yeah. I'm driving home early from work, and I see, like, this Mercedes SUV, and it just says the license plate frame. I realize it's in reference to, like, a local high school team, but, like, why did they put this on the license plate frame? Just Cougar Mom. Oh. And. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I, I, I'm like, I got to see what this lady looks like. So I, I was behind her. Get her. The street was pretty much empty, so I get up next to her and I look over, mm-hmm. and she's fully got like th- call back here to the Rachel Fisher episode. She's fully got the Sharon Stone Hall of Fame spiky haircut from the end of Casino. Like, yeah, we all know it. Damn, and like, so she, and she's she's basically Sharon Stone at the end of Casino, rolling around in her Mercedes SUV with the Cougar Mom license plate frame. So I don't know. Oh. I, hopefully she listens to the show because this is like a misconnections opportunity where <laughs> I would love to produce some sort of reality show centered around her and her friends in a real mm-hmm. House Wars of Vegas kind of situation. I think that would be great. That would be really amazing. Man, when I went to go get my shot, the person in front of me in line uh, was a black Range Rover whose license plate was You're Welcome. And Scott, oh, 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 I oh. almost, I like almost killed them. <laughs> oh, I was like, I was like, I might just crash into this person. Like, they don't deserve anything in this world. <laughs> and this lady too, she, I mean, yeah. that that sounds like the worst person on the planet. Yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's like why they invented spike scripts to throw down in the middle of the street oh. and bomb yeah. them out. Yeah, yeah. But this lady yeah. also had one of those like novelty license. Things. There's a lot of novelty license plates here. Mostly yeah. go- Vegas Golden Knights, the hockey team. That's very, those are very popular here. I see some Raiders ones now that they moved here, but also you just see like the like the cheesy like "Welcome to Las Vegas" sign with like a like a little strip montage kind of situation, like a little yeah. snapshot. So she had like one of those license plates. So nice. she was really really on point. I got to give her a lot of credit. So oh. this connection lady in the white Mercedes, I, I will. I'm fascinated in the world that that you inhabit, and uh, 
shout out to the cougar sightings and local shootings because you know that's a lot of fun <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely you know all cougars should run free no matter if they are a uh, an old a, a mature woman of a certain age or a mountain lion yeah no we have both on the west side of vegas here it's like i live in like the encino of vegas Nice. I think that's the that's best way I, live. I think that's the best way I can describe it. Like I like I like off strip Vegas a lot. Like I've hung out in like the like the where where real people live a couple of times and I always really enjoy it. It's got the like it feels like it's it's like a, a much more like lower stakes LA in its best places where it's just like the streets are wide, they're like cool stores everywhere, like yeah. everyone see yeah, the, it's the, just a fun place. There's this place by me called Tivoli Village. Ooh, nice. And it's awesome. They have a few bars yeah. and restaurants and like there's a bunch of offices and stuff, but it's set up to be like an old timey Italian village. Yeah. You know, my favorite in Vegas, I always go to the um the Buffalo Exchange and the thrift stores there because y'all have like such good thrift stuff because it'll be like a showgirl die or something. Yeah, all yeah. stuff. I'm always like, where is an estate sale? Show it to me. <laughs> there's a lot of good yard sales, estate sales in my area, actually. Like yeah. I, I'm constantly seeing yard sales on my drive home for work. Usually I take the freeway yeah. on the way in, but it's jam packed on the way home. So I take mm-hmm. side streets home and yeah. I, I've learned some, the, some like kind of nice neighborhoods to cut through and you can see all kinds of cool shit. There's one, totally. there's like a retirement community called sun, like the sundown community, which cracks uh-huh. me. It's so funny. It's so good. <laughs> like, like it's like damn, right. damn, it's a little on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just gonna say it, huh? Yeah. Uh, this is uh, poop my pants lane. Yeah. Um, this is you my know grandkids. You know, my kids don't want to talk to me anymore, so I'll just die here alone, alley. Yeah. <laughs> One of the coolest fucking things is like some of the random celebrities that have streets mm-hmm. named after them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got, like, your Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin Boulevard, yeah, Martin yeah. Luther King Boulevard. Like, every city has a Martin Luther King Boulevard. Now. Yes. Like, yeah. But, like, okay, uh, there's Mel Torme Avenue. Like, that's, Mel Torme. Yeah, Whoa. the Velvet Fog. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does Carrot Top have a highway yet? Not yet, but we're working on it. Um, Come on. He's got to get that. There's Bruce Dern Court, like a side street. where like, I want to. Really? Yeah. Like a little mini cul-de-sac, Bruce Dern Court, which I, I think it, that's amazing. Yeah, I think he just bought a house there years ago, and everyone like it was before they had built the neighborhood around it. So it's just like, oh, that's mm-hmm. Bruce Dern area, and they're like, oh, we got to name the street something. I think if if you live on Bro- Bruce Dern Court, every time you tell someone the address, they say fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. Like, I live at 27 Brewster and Court. Fuck you. No, I live, I, really, really. I my do. street I live on is Pirate's Cove Road. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Vegas doesn't fuck around with the names. I, no. I respect that. I respect There's some that. cool There's... names. I mean, Sahara. Uh... Mm-hmm. The, the old uh, Sahara Hotel uh, or Casino um, was one of the – I remember staying there God, on that Tom Jones trip. Uh, it was like, the cheapest hotel that we could stay at, and my hotel window – would open up completely and I could get on the roof of the Sahara and just Whoa. walk around on it, That's which I was amazing. like, it was maybe four months before I got torn down, but I was like, we shouldn't be allowed to do this. Yeah. that's <laughs> Yeah. And I, I remember I'd like been with, I was out there with a couple, couple of my friends and um, we had gone to, was this uh, after the incident at Mandalay Bay with the shooting? Oh no, this is before, way before. Way okay. Before. Okay. Cause I was like, man, if they had that still going like after that, especially. No. It's like, no, this was like probably uh, twenty 
2010, 20, okay, 2009, okay, 2010, okay. something like that. Um, but it was, uh, we had gone to, uh, we, we, we'd gone to Tom Jones, we'd gone to go, see, I was with a couple of friends in a band, and like they went to go see a friend of theirs that lived in Vegas. We were there at like four in the morning, we were driving back, and we'd gone to like uh, a 7 Eleven, and it was right when they were changing out the chili and cheese bags. And my friend Brian was like, what are you going to do with that empty cheese bag? <laughs> and the guy just like gave it to him. And then it was, if it was a sack of wine, he just was like squeezing cheese into his mouth. And we just sat on the roof of the Sahara and watched the sun come up. <laughs> oh man. I worked at Seven Eleven for a little while there in LA. And I wish someone would have asked me for the empty cheese bag. I would have. You know exactly what I'm talking about. would have <laughs> gladly given him an empty cheese bag. I'm like, want to wash it down with some chili? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy was like, no one's ever asked me this, but yes, yeah, you can have you it. Absolutely <laughs> have. Yeah, I, that's a great question to get asked. I got to ask some yeah. weird questions working there. I'm sure. You know what was funny is people would always ask me for directions. Really? Like, hey. And because like, we weren't a gas, like out here. here, most of the Seven Elevens are gas stations. Did you know that? I that yes, I did know that. I I, I am always kind of shocked in L.A. because I grew up on the East Coast, and Seven Elevens are usually gas, gas stations yeah. on the East Coast. So it's it, it always would weird me out out here because I'd see a Seven Eleven looking when I'd be looking for gas and be like, nope, never mind, can't. Yeah. Can't go there. So yeah. uh, yeah, no. Um, they just ask you for directions all the time. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I I. The local Seven Eleven's kind of a trip. Uh, what, like when I yeah. first moved here, one of the, like this burly dude that worked there was like, "Hey, you look like Brody Stevens," and I was like, "And it was like right after Brody had passed away, oh. like maybe like three months after." Damn. So it was. I was like, "What? What? What'd you say?" Like, kind of like, he's like, yeah. "Yeah, you look like Brody Stevens." He's all, "I I used to like do comedy in like uh like Seattle or Texas or some shit years ago, and he came through, and I was like, wow, I'm all." He was a friend of mine. I'm mean, lots crazy. You make like... yeah, man. Comedians are fucking cockroaches. We're just everywhere. <laughs> just <a> crawling. <laughs> and just... if somebody did it ten years ago, they'll be like, "Oh wait, hello, I know somebody that you know," and I'll tell you, I, I'll say it to you in a haunting way that you won't. You'll think about for years after. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it does get kind of creepy with it. Like sometimes, like for sure. And yeah. then there's those like people that like you haven't heard from in like years, and you're like, whatever happened to that person? Like I know, yeah. And it's like, what are they ever like? They, and like, uh, I noticed more people I know that have like turned their focus away from stand up, myself mm-hmm. included. We now have yeah. like brokerage accounts and own nice cars and stuff. And it's like, well, it's, <laughs> it's it's like really weird how that all like adds up and connects together. Like, it's funny how it's kind of a sickness, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I live in a nice condo and a nice community on the nice part of town. I drive a nice car. I'm like, hey, what the fuck's wrong with me? Oh yeah, you haven't been doing stand up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's so funny talking to you know a lot of people over this last year that like I think we're secretly they miss it, but they're also like it's been nice to be forced to take a break yeah. uh it's like nice to get to be a person for a minute and like not feel like i need to be like grinding or people are saying no to me constantly yeah or... no it can be really soul riding and you just never know yeah. like i mean in the last 100%. two years alone like i had two good friends with brody and Rich, the great richard bain both yeah. commit suicide mm-hmm. and it's like and that's yeah. just my good friends there's other ones that have gone the similar the sim- similar fates you know and oh yeah and then you just have the random accidents and like people get sick like they're like 
Yeah. A lot of people die comedy in overdoses. And one of my best friends since like the eighth grade is like a physics professor. And like, I remember talking to him a few years ago about how, like, I was like, well, you know, I mean, comedians have like very analytical minds. So it's like, we're kind of, I, 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 we're kind of cut from a similar cloth. And he goes, no, I don't know anybody that's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how many dead people, you know, you're, it's fucking crazy. And I was like, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and you know what would be nice with all these dead people, you know? If we mm. could bet on who's going to die next over at mybookie.ag, the sponsor of hey. the show. Oh, yeah. Now that's a segue that they're going to pay you for. Exactly. That's, that's how you bring in the, the, the sponsorship dollars is you <laughs> you demand because they have a 24-hour service number. And I demand all the listeners of the show to call them. First off, go over there, make a deposit, use promo code LSH so you can get a 50% bonus on your deposit up to a thousand bucks. I had a friend drop like 700 bucks in there, get a $350 bonus, and he was winning money on top of that. So he's up all kinds of money on their dime. So you can be that, be that lucky too. And then after you do all that, call them and demand, I want to gamble on which comedian's going to off themselves next. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah i mean honestly they should we could be gambling on everything commodify every part of our lives at all yeah, times everything so, should yeah. be an app that you can easily gamble wager with I, I, yeah don't don't look at people as people anymore who cares about that that's so 2019 um just look at them as a potential money maker because guess what that's how the successful people in this world have been looking at us the whole time yeah why are we doing <laughs> that with and see we can be doing like Imagine in like 2005, if you're like, you know, I'm going to get some future action on Richard Jenny. Yeah. You know? Oh my God. Imagine. God. You know, awesome people will be that. like, dude, he's been coasted on those mask residuals. He's not going anywhere. And then a couple of years later, bam. Bam. Bing, bang, boom. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bobby Flay. I'm go- he's not a comedian. He's a chef. I'm going to put it out there. He dies next. I'm oh, see, that's a good one. You know, that's outside the box. And I know yeah. a friend of the show, Doug Stanhope, has his celebrity death pool on his website yeah. where people can gamble on. But, like, honestly, I, I like the idea of just a full service book. And see, mybookie.ag, they have, in addition to, like, all the sports bets and stuff, they have mm-hmm. a full live casino. They have a full, uh, like, entertainment section, so you can bet on the Oscars upcoming. And uh... I love that. It's connecting people, you know, in, in a time when, like, you haven't been able to see people. It's, like, that's a really great way to, like, telling everybody feel like you're with people. I haven't yeah. checked lately, but I think the Oscar lines are now up. Uh, but Chadwick Boseman, I feel like he's a lock. To oh, win his category. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, absolutely. If you're going to make a deposit, take that 50% and get that 50% bonus. Fuck, just load it all up on Chadwick Boseman to win the Oscar. You're yeah. going to... you're gonna, you know, Make that money. Roll make, it on in, baby. Hustle those dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Mm-hmm. Make it rain. Yeah, absolutely. Make, I, Do people still say that? <laughs> I, I, you know what? Who says make it rain? The people that take my advice and use promo code LSH... Over at, for a 50% deposit bonus over at mybookie.ag. Yeah. I, I really need to get another sponsor just so I don't have to beat this horse to death every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, maybe maybe they should start a bookie page on how long it would take you to beat a horse to death. Ooh, what do you think? I mean, I, that would be fun. Okay, do I get a weapon? That's the first thing. Well, uh, what, I, yes, I think so. 
I think a blunt object. So yes. if you give me like a, I'm saying like an aluminum bat and I get to wear some steel toe boots. Yeah. I think I'm going to beat that horse to death within five to ten minutes. You know, if he doesn't see me coming, that he doesn't get a, doesn't get a buckshot on me. I wouldn't, <laughs> for the record, I wouldn't want to beat a horse to death. No, no, no. Like, no, not, of course not. What, not. A, what a horrific saying. Imagine, like, who's yeah, the first like, person yeah. that said that as, like, a saying? I don't want to beat a horse to death. Like, oh. And their, their friends are like, wait, do you want to beat a horse to death? Hold I on. Feel, I feel like someone's more likely to beat a donkey to death. I think a donkey beats you to death. A donkey's a street. A, a donkey is a street horse. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a street horse. That's pretty good. I yeah. was on the last episode. I was just telling my buddy Keith how, uh, um, I when I went to, went to Mexico as a kid and we saw like we got our family picture taken on mm-hmm. like a donkey that was painted like a zebra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a cute fi- family picture! You should go and recreate it. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, well, like have it now. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's in different states now. It'd be pretty tough. Yeah, my my mom's yeah. in Missouri. My sister's in Indiana. I'm in Nevada. My brother's in California. My dad is in the state of the afterlife. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, we could get some of that like astral projector we could, film. Maybe. I could do one of those uh, holograms. Yeah, do a Robert Kardashian, Robert Kardashian hologram, like dude. That was, I forgot that happened. That's how fucked up 2020 was. I forgot that that happened. Yeah, so that, that was like a was, thing. <laughs> yeah. That was insane. What you an know, upsetting gift. I was just thinking, it's like we're basically celebrating a year anniversary of the pandemic now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what have we come to learn? Okay, first off, I was just thinking this today. I almost tweeted it, but it, I didn't. I couldn't word it right. But mm-hmm. uh, like, why haven't we had like an amazing Zoom heckler? Like, why hasn't some like heckling savant not emerged in these Zoom shows yet where they just pop in and they're just like bring the house down with one line and they're off onto the next Zoom show at the flappers.com, which <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That should happen. That should happen. That'd be pretty sweet. And just like it's so funny how many things like institutions I'm doing a, a flappers full on breakdown with Brendan Cooney coming up here. Nice. And uh, I got to say, like. For this shitty ass comedy club, the fact that they still have the audacity to be like, "Hey, pay us three hundred bucks for digital comedy classes," you can absolutely go fuck yourselves to death. Death. Oh, for sure. The balls on any comedy club to, to demand money like that, but especially flappers, where it barely is not a macaroni grill anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. their decoration is—it's a flapper dress on a hanger on the wall. Like that's. You know what it kind of reminds me of is remember on like old seventies, eighties sitcoms, like mm-hmm. with like the Regal Beagle, like on Three's Company, how they would decorate bars on those, or they were just like put a fern on a on a on a marble po- like a pillar in the corner and like exactly. that that's a, supposed to be like a bar decoration like they have definitely have like 70s sitcom aesthetic but not totally. with the charm of a 70s sitcom or the or especially not the coked out laughs oh god no no absolutely not it's burbank after all yeah i don't that's highly illegal there you can't even smoke on the street you can't burbank, smoke right? yeah it's a comedy club where you're it's illegal to smoke a cigarette out front and a lot of comics are smokers, and you know what's yeah. crazy is I was like a pack a day smoker in LA. I've mm-hmm. come back to like a pack every like two weeks here in Vegas, which is weird because you can smoke everywhere here. Yeah, do you feel like that's because you you could just you you aren't thinking about leaving? You could just smoke wherever you wanted. I think it's more because I only smoke when I drink usually. 
I don't, mm. and I don't drink that as much anymore as I'm yeah, approaching yeah. middle. As I'm getting into my middle age years, it's not quite as much fun to uh, have beer shits in the morning. So, yeah, no, definitely. It seems like we're like at the age where a lot of people are like, "Ooh, I'd like to." have some kind of a Sunday at least yeah. once a month. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I do gamble a lot though, but with my, yeah. uh, with the sports book apps, the, uh, no offense to my, Oh, and, and I'm especially sports book app, like my which I still use, even though I have the casino access out here, but they got like $1 minimums. Yeah. So, I mean, you can, I can make 50 bucks go in. a long way just where it's like, if I'm going to be sitting there watching a game, put two bucks on it. And now I yeah. have a vested interest in rooting for an outcome. So, yeah, I like that. That's fun. Yeah, I just do that and play video games usually. I haven't played video games in about a month, I realized, because I've just been watching college basketball every day. <laughs> well, if it's like there's like actual money on the line versus just like fake, uh, like elf money or whatever the fuck. I don't know what you're playing. <laughs> like uh, if, you could pop, if you could win real money, that's going to always be better than like connect co- collecting mana or something. Yeah, you know game. what's actually cool? Uh, elf money game I've been playing is... Uh, what? Um, no, I downloaded the, you remember the old Stardust Casino? Yeah. Uh-huh. I downloaded the my Boyd Gaming Company, who owns like, uh, mm-hmm. Samstown, Golden Nugget, like that kind of stuff, the California. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Suncoast locations, like my closest casino, it's like seven minutes, six, nice. six, seven minutes from my pad. And yeah, so yeah. I go, uh, I, that's my main sports book app now. Cause I really like, I just like hanging out there too. Um, mm-hmm. but like, so I go like. Uh, I download the Stardust slots app through them and I link my player card to it. So now nice. I have a free like weirdo slot game and I can play it. I can learn all the different machines, but, and I also collect rewards points for the casino on it. Dude, that's awesome. Damn. Yeah. So you... I'm up to like 1200, 1500 or so. Like I could use these points in like the restaurants or like the gift shops. So yeah. Nice. That's pretty sweet. Do you do, do they have a good pool? That's always what I'm after in Vegas, and I feel like a nice off strip uh, casino would have like the. Be- they the don't. Suncoast doesn't, but the other local spot, I mean Red Rock, does, and it's a public mm. pool. So technically, nice. you don't even have to stay there. I think if you're not staying there, it's like 15 bucks if you want to just okay. go hang out and like they'll give you, you like your own little private like, kind of area and stuff. Ooh. But that looks really cool. Nice. That's what I'm always after in Vegas. Because the, the problem, I feel like. Whenever I go, I, I like being off strip because I, I the being in it is too much. So I need to be able to have a nice quiet retreat. Yeah. And I always I love a pool day, but a Vegas pool day is just like in most places, there's like five DJs competing and they're trying to make a hula hoop on top of a weird yeah. boat in the middle. And it's like, no, 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 no. I just want to sit here and people watch and I don't want my to be screaming. Now the new circa downtown basically built their pool in with the sports book. So it's got like the yeah. stadium TVs with all the games on over the pool. That's where the um the the New Year's Eve show that I that I uh watched was. Okay. It was yeah. it took place in all the pool stuff and the the, the anchors were freezing because yes. the wa- the air was the wind was whipping across the water at them. They were just like you could tell how cold they were. It, was- it snowed at my place a few weeks ago. Damn, it's really? so it snowed at my work a couple. I was leaving work a couple weeks ago, and it started snowing on me. Yeah, but it was like, wow. like okay, the snow at my place a few weeks ago. That was where like we got a couple inches like around and like, but like mm-hmm. this other time it was like snowflakes were falling down. But by the time they would land on my shirt, they'd melt instantly, kind of thing. It wasn't like heavy yeah, snow. Yeah. 
But yeah, yeah no. So it it does snow. It gets fucking freezing here in the winter. People don't realize that it gets hot as balls in the summer and then freezing in the uh-huh. winter. But the cool That's thing is, you have everything's perfectly climate controlled, so you really don't have yeah. to worry. So yeah, when you're inside, it's fine. You don't it's just don't be in the elements. And you're yeah, right. I work in yeah. I work indoors. I don't um you know I have a nice little balcony, which I like on the summer hot summer nights. It's kind of mm-hmm. nice to go out there like ten eleven o'clock as it's starting to cool down and just kind of sit yeah. out there. That's really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, no, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, no, I think you would really like Red Rock, though, because they have, uh, like, 24-hour cosmic bowling. Ooh, and, I'm like, into that. like, a huge bowling I'm alley. Very into that, yes. It's like a... Yeah. And they have, like, the old-timey bowling alley locker room in there, like a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> where you know there's, like, a, a bowling alley locker room with, like, where you can rent them by the hour or whatever in a casino. That is the most shady fucking spot on the planet. It's... Anything you can rent by an hour is... Suspect, but they got a pretty cool. They got a pretty cool, like little diner in there too, and like Ooh. a food, co- and then like a little like lounge area with like pool oh. tables and shit. Man, I don't want to cut. That sounds really fun. I would like to come out there and check all that out. And I'm excited to. Come they out have the best food court of any casino because they have really well. They have like a a good smoothie, like juice spot. Ooh. They got like a Krispy Kreme, I believe, a Panda Express, mm-hmm. a Capriotti's, a pretty good pizza spot. Um. Scott, when you get your second shot, you take your your card to Krispy Kreme and you get a free donut. I know. I haven't yeah. I haven't done that yet. I should do that tomorrow after work. Yeah, I did. We uh, we did it the other day, and honestly, it was right off the right off the tracks. It was still hot. Mm. Oh yeah, you got to go when they're heating up. Oh yeah. Yeah, I hadn't had like a fresh Krispy Kreme in forever, and I was just like, oh my god, I forgot. How you get one are. a day, right? One donut yeah. a day, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what the other spots in this food court is. Oh, they got a fucking Rubio's in there. Ooh, shit, really? Yeah. So yeah. Like a, and like, and a fat burger. Yeah, it's like a fat burger, Rubio's, Panda Express, mm-hmm. Capriotti's, like all like it's a murderer's row of a food court. That's a great. That's that's really awesome. And a yeah. ben, there's a Ben and Jerry's in there too. There's a like the Auntie M's pretzels or whatever. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they they don't fuck around. The bowl, the bowling alley there is kind of weird because you have to walk down this like long ass hallway to get there. But see, the local uh-huh. casinos by me are all awesome because they all they all pretty much have bowling alleys. They all yeah. pretty much have uh, movie theaters too. That's cool. I like that. So yeah, it's like, just, like the fun thing. Yeah, because they like realize for locals, like, like I like going to hang out at the casino, but I don't want to fucking gamble every time. Like, like no, it's like, but also if you go and you play, you go to movies or you like, you know, go bowling, you'll probably get a drink or something too. So it's like they'll get your money. There's a really cool little like gastro pub style like lounge and grill where they have like live acoustic music that yeah. at, at the Suncoast Casino that I really like because like yeah, the food there is really cheap. You can get a pretzel like the size of like my shoulder, like like like, seriously, like a yeah. giant like shoulder. A nice, and it's like three dollars during happy hour. <laughs> so, man, I love I love a happy hour, and Vegas has really good ones. They've definitely gotten some good good ass deals there before. My favorite thing about that one is uh, because you get that pretzel. It's, a, it's like a showpiece pretzel. And usually when you buy one of those, like, menu items that, like, kind of everybody in the room takes notice of how big the thing is as they bring it to your table, it's usually pretty expensive. But this is the one time you can yeah. get away with it for, like, under five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So I, I love that. I, I, I'm a big fan of that. Um, one thing about the Happy Hours here is they always have two every place. Mm-hmm. They'll have, like, the early, like, one. And then they'll always have one from, like, midnight to 2 a.m. or whatever, 3 a.m. Nice. 
That's awesome. Because they're all 24-hour spots. So, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, some of the bars here have really good breakfast. Ooh, I believe that. That I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. They're open 24 hours. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, like, some really good breakfast spots at some of these places. I, it's been a very long time since I've, like, pulled an all-nighter that ended in breakfast and I'm going to sleep. But it is such a satisfying delightful feeling it really but, is like going yeah. to a, going to like a like a ihop or a you know it's funny is i drove by the ihop like down like like right for, when you're going from the strip mm-hmm. going into where old town is kind of there's a <laughs> shitload of construction there right now it's a nightmare but i got my shot at the convention center not far from there and i was really mm-hmm. low on gas and the closest gas station was in that mess so i just kind of mm-hmm. had to go to it and i was, yeah. I was stuck in traffic forever but as I'm sitting there, uh, I notice like the, the IHOP right there is like your March Madness headquarters. Every game available after 2 p.m. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to fuck up our regular breakfast crowd with a bunch of degenerates, but we have yeah, no yeah. one in here after, after 2 p.m. Please <laughs> come down here and like it was like a picture of a beer with pancakes. So I'm just picturing of the the dude that's like, you know what? I'm going to get fucked up, bet some games, and just eat sack after sack of pancake down at the IHOP today. Like, that's... Mm. Fruity, tooty, fresh, fruity, fruity, tooty, fresh and fruity, and uh, a little bit of college basketball. That's the move. That's a <laughs> strong move. If you would yeah. like to... I could... For March Madness, I'd like to recommend to everybody my favorite college basketball movie ever, which is free on Prime, I think. I don't... It's a... If you have a Prime uh, membership you use, don't pay for it. But if you have one that people, someone's giving you a login for, watch Game Day starring Richard Lewis. Mm, okay. He plays like a washed-up power uh, college basketball coach. He had to resign in scandal for like banging one of like the big-time yeah. donor's daughter or something <laughs> like that. So he goes to this small school, and mm. he manages to coach them into the championship game against his former team. Or one of his former team, yeah, or, or no, not his former team, but like a different team. But anyway, he's like, but it's like this weird, like, take like small town, like it's almost like a college basketball movie meets Blue Velvet. Ooh, oh, that's interesting. If that makes any Hmm. kind of sense, like, because there's like a weird small town, like college town, like depraved element to it. Like if David Lynch directed Rudy. Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, it's like. I wish that's actually the movie I would like to see now. It's like the he he like he like just wants to play football, but then every time he looks at the football, it's like a deformed fetus. That's why he's bad at it. <laughs> he has to conquer his fear of aborted fetuses because exactly. of his Catholic upbringing. Yeah, and he's a little guy because he was a fetus that was almost aborted, and then he like flashes back to when he what he should have looked like so then his like aborted self talks to him and he's like oh god i love i love this but like the opening scene of this movie is richard lewis waking up Uh drinking like a shot of whiskey uh, like a a, a leftover beer that was already open like in his fridge from the night before and then like putting like coffee grinds in it all to pep himself up and then just like smokes a joint and he's like all right it's time to coach the national championship today (laughs) it's so (laughs) it's so over the top and cheesy it's so great and i mean it's not really a college basketball movie like there's all kinds of plot lines in it of like yeah. Like the because it's like out of this cat, small Catholic school, so there's like the creepy priest, there's like mm-hmm. the slutty daughter of the uh, the the big time uh, alumni, you know. There's there's all these different angles and stuff, and 
I recommend awesome. Game Day with Richard Lewis. That's a good one. If you have Paramount Plus, Let It Ride with Richard Dreyfus. It's a horse racing. Ooh. And David Johansson of the New York Dolls. Mm. So I, he's also okay. like a That's Scro- pretty cool. He's in Scrooge. Young Jennifer Tilly's yeah, yeah. in that. Uh, Love a Jennifer Tilly. Terry Garr plays Richard Dreyfuss' wife. It's a nice. really strong cast. And, uh, no, it's just about a guy who, like, goes to the track one day, and he, like, he's, like, been a loser for years. But he, he's always just, like, one day I'm going to have that hot run. And so he just keeps taking everything he wins on the race and loading it up on the next race and keeps winning throughout the day. And it becomes nice. a fun little adventure he goes on. The guy, the guy that played the uh, Robbie Coltrane from fucking Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. He plays like the the guy at the win- the betting window. He's hilarious in it. Like there, there's some really really good performances in that, especially Richard Dreyfuss. Like, yeah. I, I feel like he's one of those dudes like that you can just kind of write like a subpar monologue for, and he'll be like, just let him go off. Yeah, I got this. Like, yeah, exactly. He's got that like 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 wee man fury, just barely below the surface that he brings to everything. It's, yeah. It's really great. Yep. Yeah. Big old Richard Dreyfus fan. <laughs> he yeah he's he's awesome and everything. Uh, I really love him in uh, um, the Lansky biopic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With Eric Roberts as Bugsy Siegel and Anthony LaPaglia as Lucky Luciana, like that movie's great. Like, mm-hmm. I that's some quality Dreyfus there, where it's like because he plays Lansky from like age forty five to like eighty five, so it's it's perfect. Like. It's pretty good. I, did you? I'm trying to look up uh, uh, gambling. I just don't know any gambling movies. I was like, what are what are ones? What are ones that, that have been a thing? Did you ever watch The House? That like um, Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler, yeah, 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 movie that was fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, where they start a fucking gambling syndicate out of their fucking house, like yeah, it's really stupid. I remember being like, this is so dumb, but I'm I'm very here for it. <laughs> you know, it's a great Vegas movie. I think it gets overlooked a lot. Is The Cooler with Alec Baldwin, Ooh. William H Macy, and Maria William Bello. H. Yes, yeah, that's a yeah, great one so. where it takes place at the El Cortez. It takes place old like the last of the mob run casinos in Old Town Vegas. Like, mm-hmm. it's a great movie. William H Macy's so good in that. It's like. Or he's just such a loser. If he just stands near someone, they'll go on a losing streak if they're up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so good. Do you know who I, who I felt bad for during, during quarantine and everything was um, anybody that was planning a Vegas heist and then quarantine started? Uh, because, like, all of the work, all the planning, all the money that goes into the planning of an Oches and Eleven style heist – that's a lot. You know, That's a lot. Cornell and, and I have... re- recently planned our Ocean's 14 level heist on there. Ooh. And nice. I realized I should make, I should make you our Matt Damon. We need I'd a be good a great ma- Matt Damon. Be a yeah. good Matt Damon. Because I'm the Clooney. He's the Brad Pitt. We need a good Damon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'd be a good day. I could definitely, I could pull off Matt Damon for sure. Yeah. 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 I got it. I, I, I have heist, I have heist ideas. It's in my blood a little bit. I'm, I, I descend from moonshiners of West Virginia. Okay. Yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> I think you know. I, honestly, like, I it would be kind of funny to write. I'd be, that's actually a good idea for a screenplay. Is do a COVID Vegas heist movie where they're mm-hmm. like, "Fuck it, we're gonna go through with the plans anyway. We just got to readjust them." Yeah, <laughs> I actually at the very beginning of quarantine, um, I was just like, I had a wild hair at my ass, and I uh, I drove out to Las Vegas one night. Went because I was like, I have nothing else to do, and it is 
4 p.m. So I was like, wonder what Vegas looks like with everything shut down. And like, you know, it was quarantine, so I couldn't hit you up. But I, I just was like, oh, just like, I like drove out, drove through the strip, drove through old Vegas. And I was like, well, nothing is open and this is terrifying. It really was I'll, with all everything boarded it was, up. It was crazy. I was like, this is that's the moment that I was like, oh, shit, this is. <laughs> well, because like a lot real. of the places on the strip, especially like they don't actually have doors on them. No, they're just always exactly. wide open, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. It was just, it was silent. The lights were all still running, but it was silent. And they all had like um, police SUVs like in the front of them. And I was just like, this is weird. This feels like the zombies killed One of the bars (laughs) over by me that I haven't been to, but um, Mm -hmm. it opened in like 2005, I guess. Mm -hmm. And when the quarantine first hit and the lockdown happened, they didn't know where they, they like, they never shut. They never closed since they opened. Yeah. So they didn't yeah. know where the key was. They're like, how how do we lock this place? Like, and so they had to like, like all of a sudden, like locksmiths were huge here because all these bars had to get like new keys God. made all of a sudden overnight. Like that's so funny. Places that are like, no, we just have been. We've never been closed. Yeah, we've, we've never closed. Never been closed. So yeah, like it was Damn. funny too. Like when they like first like when they. It, the only place I would really go is the gas station by my place. Yeah. And like uh-huh. the store occasionally. And like yeah. when it first like started, like there's no one in there. But then as the restrictions started easing, like because like there's degenerates that only gamble at like the video poker at the local gas station, which oh, is yeah. really like there's so many like ac- you're across the street. I Okay. My ga- one gas station, you're literally across the street from a really cool little bar with a uh, plenty of machines and yeah. you're down the street from like three other spots like that, so you yeah, have your you choice. Have like a nice night. You have your yeah. choice of like if you're gonna play like, and if you go to those places, they'll sit there and give you free drinks and food while you yeah. play. Mm-hmm. But instead, if you do it at the gas station, you're essentially playing at the one place that there's no way you can earn any kind of comps or like a reward. What are they gonna do? Like, oh, here, here's a free like fucking half a tank of gas. The, thanks for fucking playing blackjack all night or video blackjack all night. <laughs> yeah exactly well it's like what's the i've never understood like what's the point when especially when there's like nice places you could just go to instead yeah you know like i mean it's literally like it's a 15 minute walk to one of the nicest resorts in the fucking city yeah why why wouldn't you like uh, that's basically on a pga caliber golf course why wouldn't you fucking just go there to do it because like you might hit a jackpot and they hook you up fucking with their advanced shit like and the the progressive jackpots on those gas station ones are never that big it's in it's in a network with like Mm -hmm. all the local gas stations. now i've mentioned this a few times on the show but there is a a truck stop that has a casino in the back of it oh that's interesting where's like next time you're in town i gotta take you to this place that sounds fun it's like a fucking like chevron station like big but big like truck stop style one right yeah, and yeah. so you walk into like the mini mart part, and it's a, so it's a huge mini mart with like, like, like you know how most of them have like the one beer cooler section, mm-hmm. or whatever, like the one the, the main cooler. This one had like three, four coolers or whatever, or three big coolers. Yeah. So in between the coolers, there's two uh, sliding like automatic doors, and nice. if you walk into that, there's like a huge like like a mini casino back there. Where there's like a couple yeah. blackjack tables, a roulette table. A bar, a bunch of slot machines, and a little sports book corner. 
Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I that that's a hang. I'm very into that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like Total we're hang. It's like, yeah. hey, Scott, you got all fucked up and day drunk. Where'd you go? Oh, the fucking truck stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the actually cool a lot cooler cool. than it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but the bar there is really cool. It's like an older, like, vintage kind of bar. That's one thing I've noticed. Is some of them, like, some of these bars here, like, the logo spots have not changed since, like, 1975. And God bless them for that. Oh, yeah. It's, like, the, the best part about where, that, like, the weird nostalgic feel where you're like, ooh, am I a, a detective that's about to get thrown force? <laughs> hang out here instead? Like that's that's always what I feel like in Vegas where I'm just like, ooh, I'm like I'm like whipping off to my boss. I'm one like, you know, tell my boss to go fuck himself away from like getting like let me just hang out in the casino you know, for a while you know, or something. Psycho would have been a much different movie if she would have tried to just go to Vegas from Arizona instead of California. A hundred percent. Yeah, just, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't stop in Vegas. That's a, I always, if I'm like on the way back from something, Vegas is pretty much always my lap before I, before I fully head back to LA. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? It's just fun. It's silly. You've been driving through nothing first, and it's like, ooh, I just want to look at lights. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. The internet's kind of messing up a little bit here, but I got you pretty good. But like, you're kind of jamming oh, up on the okay. video. But okay, um, sorry. It's like I'm watching you. I can hear you pretty fine, but I, it's like I'm watching you through those like still montage. It's like this this thing happened that's so crazy. We only have a bunch of still photos and not a video of it. <laughs> it's, well, you know what? That was Brandy Posey, everybody. Uh, I'm sorry it cut off. That oh, I think she's right. She's right back with me now. I'm ba- that was so weird. Zoom just shut down, and then, and then it immediately oh, right, started right back over. Yeah. Hey, I give myself weird. credit because I just immediately went into closing the show because it's like it was <laughs> it was like at an hour, and I was like, you know what? Just wear it in stride. Cronkite didn't complain when he had to talk about JFK's death. Absolutely. <laughs> this is what I mean, Scott Bowser, pro, the podcast pro, the world didn't know they needed. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine like uh, if like something like the Kennedy assassination or like 9-11 happened now with everybody having a podcast? Like if we were sitting here doing this and something like that happens and I was like, I'm going to have to release this later. When people like, I mean, I usually, I'm going to upload this like right after we finish pretty much, but still it's like, I don't quite, you never quite get it live at that point. So then you would just have all these podcasts that like talk about like, yeah, 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 up like right after. Otherwise it's like, uh, have you watched Godzilla versus Kong yet? Not yet. I keep hearing, I mean, that yesterday was everyone talking about how ridiculous it is. Yeah, so. I put it on, but I was kind of still feeling the effects from the shots. Like I, yeah. I dozed off through most of it, but like mm-hmm. there is like this podcaster character in it that's fucking like, like it's so, it's like, oh my God. It's so goddamn. Oh it's like, fuck, man. What have I done with my life? Like, <laughs> I really love the disdain that filmmakers have for podcasters. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny because they kill the two of the two podcasters in the new Halloween, the Halloween reboot. Oh, I haven't um, seen that. I gotta watch that. Like, they kill. Uh, spoiler alert! They kill two podcasters. In that they movie. make this pretty, guy be the brutally. biggest dweeb on the planet. Perfect. Perfect. Like, I mean, good. Good. <laughs> but like the thing is, is like here's why filmmakers fucking hate podcasters mm-hmm. so much, especially these like big blockbuster filmmakers. 
Because our job is easy, baby. Our <laughs> job is fucking easy. We get paid okay. We fucking, yeah. like, and we don't have to mm-hmm. deal with gatekeepers the way they do. We're nope. our own gatekeepers. It's, mm-hmm. We create content that an audience finds on its own or through, maybe mm-hmm. they saw us do stand-up. Maybe they've just known us for a long time or followed mm-hmm. us on social media. For whatever reason, we're able to develop our own audience outside of anybody else getting their grubby paws on us. And yep. that destroys them. They hate it. They hate <laughs> it. They're like, wait, you can just and 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 whenever people get like mad about like you know whatever in podcasting, like it's the easiest thing in the world to start doing. Yeah, it it's really... so easy. You could do it for free. You just have to be consistent about it. Whatever, just start it. Don't complain. You could do it really cheap. I decided to put yeah. a little like I sunk like maybe like a thousand bucks up front, but I needed a new laptop. Yeah. I needed. Yeah. I bought some good mics and like a little mm-hmm. my little uh, Zoom H6 mixer and stuff, which is good mm-hmm. for filming too. So yeah, like exactly. I, I, it's it's just, got the shit for it now. Yeah, I got stuff to make other little projects, but mm-hmm. no, it was like one of the best investments I've ever made doing this because I'm having a lot of fun. I'm able to catch up with friends like you doing exactly. this. Like it's it's made the pandemic much more bearable the last few months, especially because as we're getting the late stages yeah. of it. Whereas instead mm-hmm. of losing my mind, I've just kind of put my energy into the show. And it's paying sure. off. It's and like I gotta thank everybody who listens because you guys are all making this possible. And mm-hmm. the the five star reviews we were flirting with that top hundred and top two hundred rankings in Sweden yeah. and the US here. Hell so because yeah. you know what I did? I made this a mm-hmm. fucking lifestyle culture and travel show and not a comedy show. So I'm Smart. Com- I'm competing with like Stanley Tucci knockoffs. Instead of like the big, yeah, fuck them. The big comedy <laughs> shows, you know, like all I mean, these smart, all these wannabe Stanley Tucci's can suck my balls. That's <laughs> <laughs> I love you coming for the fake Tucci's of the world. I mean, respect, <laughs> nothing but respect. <laughs> so, uh, Brandy, anything you want to plug? Check out your podcast, Lady to Lady. Like, yeah, uh, Lady to Lady. It's me, Tess Barker, and Barbara Gray every week, where we have like fun, uh, fun lady guests on. It's just like four women just like riffing and having a good time. Uh, every Wednesday forever. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been doing uh, that for a long time. And what's yeah, funny is for those yeah. that listen to this show, that the crossover from the Sports Gambling Podcast is pretty funny because back in the early mm-hmm. days of both shows, you guys shared the same studio. And so we would do mm-hmm. Sports Gambling Podcast episodes in there and there's all this like lady to lady stuff up in there. And it was yep. and vice versa. Like there's like these big like eagle yeah. things up in there while you guys are doing lady to lady. And I always exactly. laugh so hard at that. Like, because we'd be hanging exactly. out watching football over there at the house and sometimes you guys be recording and stuff doing stuff and like mm-hmm. it was always so much fun um yeah and it just it's, it's cool man. to see how how everything's kind of like keeps going better and better for everybody and, exactly it's like the more people stick with things and it's like you know you, you follow your passions you do what you love and it's like you know keep doing it and like you will find that audience if you're being genuine and authentic about it i fully believe that yeah like i was like 100%. wanting to start a show I, I used to do this show like 10 years ago or whatever but like now I was like, you know what? I want to do one out here in Vegas. And I was thinking of different things. And Mike Burns is actually kind of the one I need to get on now that I've got, yeah. done a few episodes, but it's like, he's the one who kind of inspired me and like do something like, like basically this is like me trying to do the Sam Rothstein show in casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, totally. Totally. And <laughs> it's like, eventually I want to just be doing this live from the circa. Yeah, <laughs> and we record yeah. it's just every episode's recorded in front of a live audience like that'd be fucking awesome and like that'd be really I, fun i would i would wear like badass peach colored suits and stuff like just 
you look good as hell in like peach polyester. That's yeah. A very, very Bowser. Uh, like, like a nice, like uh, powder blue, like <laughs> yes. with, with an ascot. Like, oh man, I would rock the shit out of some very, very funky suits. But, uh, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Like a long microphone, like a long Bob Barker microphone. To po- yeah. That oh, be- yeah. I'd oh. love to see that for you. Oh. I'd love to see that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I have so many people in my corner. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I've had exactly. Tess on already, and I, tr- I, Barbara and I were scheduled to do record. But she had to reschedule for because of work stuff came up and like I have yeah. like a running list of people where it's like it's so we keep trying to reschedule and it gets hard for sure yeah Rachel it's, Fisher it's... and I just did that then we I finally got her I know it was one of the best ones we've done but oh know. nice fuck yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah she she's so great. funny she's so great yeah yeah I love Rachel man yeah you'll get Babs on soon you'll you'll get the hat trick sooner or later yeah because I've had the whole sports gambling <laughs> podcast crew on and now Babs is my. Once I get Babs, it'll be the official Lady to Lady Sports Gambling Podcast, like, uh, yeah. like Quintella Exacta Triple Box or whatever. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> I don't even know how you would make that bet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, check out Lady to Lady. And where can they find you on social media? Sure. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandazzle, B-R-A-N-D-A-Z-Z-L-E. Um, if you like stand up live, uh, you can follow me at Brandy Posey on Bands in Town or follow me on Spotify or Pandora. I have my album up on Spotify uh, if you'd like to hear that. And um, I, whenever whenever tour dates exist again, I'll post them out. Um, and then uh, I think yeah. you missed a golden opportunity to do an album called BP Oil Spill. <laughs> and it's just like you cleaning up like a bottle of like Crisco knocked over in the kitchen. <laughs> hey, look, with, with uh, anything's possible at any time. I with still, caution tape over your mouth, because like I feel like if you're if you don't put caution tape over your mouth on an album cover, you're not really trying anymore in comedy. Yeah. Are you even edgy yeah. if you aren't being censored by <laughs> your, yourself and your own fear, uh, actually? <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's a great note to go out on because I'm going to go put some <laughs> caution tape over my mic for, for next time I record. I think that'd be a funny visual gag for these Zoom calls. Uh, oh, yeah. Perfect. Everybody, make sure you go over and check out our social medias, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Pod. I also have a Facebook group that I created, but I'm never on Facebook. So someone wants to become admin of that and and do whatever you want on that. Feel free. I will. I'm okay with that. Um, uh, also if like, I I have a YouTube channel that I'm going to be going live with soon. I'm working out the kinks on that. However, this is really important. Um, if you guys want to take the clips and upload them yourself, I don't care. Do it. Um, and if you make a bunch of money, if you just, just, if you make money off it, throw a couple bucks my way. That's all I ask. I, I, I could care less. Everybody have as much fun with this as possible. And what makes this possible is our Patreon subscribers who help us every month with a small $5 donation and they get all kinds of free bonus content and other things where I'm going to be, I, I found a 1940s gambling almanac and I'm, Ooh. I'm going to be showing how to play like the 1940s version of smart table play <laughs> nice nice on a patreon series so yeah that's going to be a lot of fun that's patreon.com slash pod brandy thank you so much for joining me for this show this is a lot of fun yeah thanks for having me and uh i hope to see you soon and i hope to see the audience later goodbye